With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, everybody. Here is part two of episode 43. Spoiler free horizon and Zach's thoughts on Breath of the Wild and the Switch. And this is going to jump right into Zach's feedback along with a quick intro from me. So thanks for listening. Sorry I had to break it up. All right, folks, sorry for the rough edit here, but uh, here are Zach's thoughts on Zelda and the Switch. And of course, this is Zach from over at Plug and Play Podcast. Make sure you check him out and subscribe to that uh, great podcast. So here you go, and I'll have some comments afterwards also. Hey, guys, this is Zach. Uh, Thanks, Jeremy and the ASA community, Game Talk community. Um, for inviting me on to talk about uh, Zelda The Breath of the Wild. Now, guys, uh, let's first start off with the Nintendo Switch really quick. I know, I know, I'm sure everybody's sick and tired of hearing about the Switch by now. Um, But let's start with that. So, I got the Switch, um, and actually, I didn't get a chance to check it out before I had to get on a plane. So, I got onto a plane, and that was the very first experience I had with the Nintendo Switch. My first overall experience with the Switch has been amazing. Um, Battery life playing Breath of the Wild is about three hours. Um, A little bit shy of that, probably about two hours and 45 minutes. Um, It's an amazing handheld, um, and I'm excited to try it out on the TV. I will say, however, it is complete BS, where in the commercial they're playing it on a plane in the kickstand mode. The angle for kickstand mode on a plane, at least for somebody who is 5'10", is extremely terrible and undoable um, if you want to have a good viewing angle. So I call BS on that commercial, but other than that, it's an amazing handheld device, um, beautiful screen, very intuitive, very quick and responsive, and I am loving the Switch so far. So guys, on to what Jeremy asked and invited me onto the show for which is Zelda The Breath of the Wild. Um, I'm a huge Zelda fan, as Jeremy knows, and my number one title um, is Ocarina of Time for the N64. Now, I say that because that's the very first game I had for the Nintendo 64, and actually the reason why I begged my mother for one at Christmas of, I think it was 98. Um, That console and that game sparked something inside of me that struck such a chord that till this day I collect everything Zelda I am a huge Zelda fanboy and Ocarina of Time is like my happy place now with that said I started Breath of the Wild and instantly felt like a 8 year old Zack again I was enthralled in it it looks the graphics, oh my god, people, they're just amazing. Um, it's 720p screen, but the art style, the way that they do that, uh, 
the the visuals is just so breathtaking. I know, stupid pun. Breath of the Wild, breathtaking, that's stupid, Zach. But I'm serious, guys. The graphics, the fluidity, um, the motion, the, I mean, just everything. The way that they utilize the console, um, even in handheld mode, is, I mean, it's just, oh, God. It's just amazing. Um, it's so beautiful. Crisp, clean. Audio sound quality is amazing. I've heard a lot of people saying, well, it doesn't have really good music. Uh, it's not very iconic. Well, guys, it's not... Yeah, okay. It's got, like, you're running around and you have, like, little background music or, you know, you're hearing the ambient sound of the wilderness around you, the wind blowing through the trees, the critters running on the ground, the enemies, you know, they're sleeping, they're, they're moving around, they're hitting their sticks on the ground, and you can hear it. It, that is the music. Um, just, just immersing yourself in that world. You don't need to have music to immerse yourself in this world. Now, when you come across important parts, um, which I guess getting away from the visual and visual side of it now, getting into more of the audio and more about the game, um, when you get to iconic places such as like a stable where you, you know, house your horses. Um, or you can sleep actually too if you want to pay a price um, to get some of your health back. Uh, you know, that plays a rendition of a Pona song from that was made in Ocarina of Time. Um, it's a rendition, it's not identical copy, but it has that same jingle to it to a certain extent that brings you back to a place like Lon Lon Ranch. And you're just ready to get a jug of milk and just sit down and drink it with Mario and Luigi, and shout out to everybody who got that reference. Um, yeah, it's, you don't need a masterful piece of music to be the background of this game. The world is the music of this game, and the way they've done it is just amazing. So now more about the game, guys. Uh, I'm going to not go into very far detail of gameplay. I'm going to go over just the opening area and a little bit outside. Uh, just so you guys know, I have taken three towers um, outside of the Great Plateau uh, starting area. And I've done about nine shrines outside of that. So um, we're not going to cover that. But we just so you guys know, that's kind of where I'm at. Um, so you start off and you are being reawoken after a hundred years. Now, that's the, the opening scene of this game, oh, it was uh, beautiful, but like I just wanted to get outside. So you wake up and you hear a voice. Yes, a voice. The very first time Zelda has ever been voice uh, narrated or voiced over. Um, and you hear a faint noise and it gradually gets louder and louder and then Link wake up and you open your eyes and you are floating in this water that slowly drains out underneath you and Hyrule needs you. So you get up and you get your clothes and you put them on. You're not your typical green tunic garb get up that you Link has made so famous. Um, but you get in your trousers and your shirt, and you head outside. As you head outside, you meet a mysterious old man um, who plays a huge role in this game. Um, I will just leave it at that. He points you in a direction of a 
basically he points you in a direction and you head that direction. Um, along the way, you see an old ruin that he points out and of course I had to go check it out. It reminded me of, let's say, the Temple of Time from Ocarina of Time. Um, so I headed over there, it's disheveled, it's run down, it's beaten up, it's been seen better days. And uh, the levels on this game, and what I mean by levels is the climbing, the depth, the ups and downs, the mountains, the landscape is is just, uh, it's hard to wrap your head around. It's, um, I, I guess I would compare it to Skyrim. I mean, you know, this is a uh, ASA podcast. Um, so we're all pretty familiar with Skyrim and Fallout and other open-world RPGs, Elder Scrolls Online. And I think Zelda Breath of the Wild just kind of fits right in there. Um, it definitely takes cues from those games where you need to... You could see it. You can go there. Uh, there's nothing stopping you other than your personal ability or enemies I mean that's just how it is uh, so you go to this rune and you look around you end up stumbling across a section and you end up doing four shrines in the opening area basically think of it as a uh, trial to you know it's basically a tutorial area but it doesn't feel like a tutorial area it feels very like, you need to do this, you want to do this. Um, it just kind of gets you used to all the elements of this game. Let's back up really quick, though, guys, because I forgot one piece, and that is Breath of the Wild is a very technologically advanced Zelda game. Um, what I mean by that is Ancient Hyrule had, was a very technologically advanced race um, kingdom, and they created numerous technological feats. So when you're awoken, you get this Sheikah stone, um, and that is your key to all of these little temples and these areas. So as you enter a ruin, you use your Sheikah stone, and your Sheikah stone has abilities. You gain the first uh, four of them, um, actually technically five, I think, or six, I can't remember exactly off the top of my head, um, in this tutorial area, not tutorial area, tutorial area makes it sound like it's such a, like, you have to do this, like, it's forcing you to do this, it's like, no, you want to do this, this place is well drawn out, this world is well drawn out, and just, the fun in it has been so amazing. Every place is so different. You go from dry, barren land to lush forests to, I mean, hills to mountains to back over to waterfalls. I mean, everything. Um, and after you get this, uh, you do the first four shrines. Um, you realize how big this world is after that. Um, something's revealed to you, and uh, it's still beyond, beyond my comprehension of how big this world is. I thought I had a grasp on the size of the game, 
But then when I set out on the second mission, the second main quest mission after you finish, or the first main quest mission after you complete the starting area, um, I thought, oh yeah, I'll just run over there. I'll do that really quick. I'll move on to the next one. Um, fast forward seven hours. I have just got to that area and have not done anything else. Um, obviously that being said if you went straight there you probably could have got there in a half an hour or sooner but uh i kept finding things i kept doing new things i kept finding little cool areas off to the side that i wanted to go explore and check out and interact with the people in this world um and start doing some of these side quests um, this is the first time in Zelda history that the side quests actually are as fun or more fun than the main quest um, and add to the history and the lore and the excitement of this game. Um, so I can't stress enough, guys. Zelda Breath of the Wild is definitely worth the price of the Switch and the game itself. Um, and once you get your hands on it and you're in this world, take your time like you would do a Skyrim or a Fallout, slow down, take a deep breath, and just explore. There's nothing forcing you to complete this game as quick as possible other than yourself. There is so much more to this game than the game itself. There are races, there are side quests, there are little games inside there, like finding certain people, find my friend, things like that. Um, just try to wrap your head around how much is in this game. And let me tell you, taming horses, pretty entertaining. So go around, find a wild horse, tame a horse, and uh, just ride around for a while. It, it's just amazing just to ride around and just take in the beauty. Um, with that being said, I just barely made it to the first main story quest after the starting area and that's where I ran across some horses and I've explored a ton so I'm not sure if that just means that the areas I was exploring are lower level maybe so there isn't a ton of horses there but that could also just mean that horses are very scarce so um I do know one thing I'll share with you guys about horses is if they are all one color, meaning the color of the skin of the horse, let's say, is all black and a black mane, it's going to have higher stats than a spotted horse with a white mane or a black mane, or a black horse with a white mane is going to have lower stats than an all black horse, or an all white horse will have higher stats than a white horse with a black mane. Um, so if you see a 100% one color horse, that horse is going to be hard as hell to tame, but the stats, the speed, stamina, and the strength are going to be a lot greater. And one thing about having a strong horse is if you get attacked, it will help you uh, fight. Um, so that's pretty cool. So that's one tip from you guys, uh, for you guys. Another tip would be to choose wisely on what you level up, uh, stamina wise and strength wise. 
There's also ways to increase your bag size, uh, but you have to choose between the main compartments in your bag, either bow, shield, or uh, bow, shield, or uh, weapon, uh, like melee weapon. Um, so figure out what type of character you want to build beforehand. If you want to have a stamina-based person that's range, or if you want to have a... Uh, like a brute force up in combat so you want to have more health and you want to have more uh, melee weapon slots just try to come into this kind of like you guys would do a uh, skyrim role for a character and try to figure out where you're going to go with this because each playthrough you can play completely different styles and i'm loving it so that's been a long rant from you guys um jeremy thank you very much for having me on thanks for asking me to do this i hope i did you well and uh, maybe next week or the week after, once I get back from my vacation, um, or not vacation, from my business trip, um, maybe I can come on and actually be live with you guys. You guys can pick my ear on it, and I can answer some more questions that may have I may have left open. Um, so yeah, if you guys want to know more about this, before I get back on to Game Talk, you guys can always check out my podcast, Plug and Play Podcast. It's available on iTunes and Stitcher, um, as well as Google Play Music. Or you guys can head over to PlugAndPlayGamer.com or TheButtonSmashers.com to check it out. Huge thanks and shout out to the ASA podcasting group and the family. I love you all. I can't wait every week to listen to you guys' podcasts, and I'm a huge fan. So thanks again, Jeremy. And if you guys want to know any more else or anything else about this game, I will hopefully be back on, if Jeremy will have me, next week or the following. So, thanks guys. Bye. Alright, so, Zach, you are welcome anytime. You know that. Just, uh, you don't need an invite. You're you're in our, our chat where we post the link, so you are... Welcome to drop in anytime. So, and yes, if you can join us to field some questions and talk a little bit more, that would be awesome. Uh, as you'll hear on the other side of this edit, uh, the Switch is on my radar and Zelda is a big reason for it because it is getting such great scores. So, we'll uh, we'll leave it at that. Like I said, I talk a little bit more about it on the other side of the edit one other thing i did want to mention um well that a ton of great information from zach like he said he hasn't gotten really deep into it um you know that's all great i can't wait to hear more about it so i'm looking forward to that and like he said and like i said before i will definitely head over to plug and play podcast to check out more of his thoughts and also Tim's thoughts which like I said I watched him unbox his switch and his uh special edition Breath of the Wild so be sure to head over check all that stuff out give them a listen for more information so one thing I did want to to mention before I cut the edit back to Victor and I is the Vault Boy Tea of the Month is available. It did post on Friday. I did not get a chance to come down and, and do this. So it is Moving Target. It is a, 
gray like all their t-shirts are or for most part all their t-shirts are with vault boy doing essentially kind of like a cartwheel but he's pitched to maybe one o'clock two o'clock he's got a bullseye painted on his chest and he's got a couple bullets flying at him and as always got you've got the fallout logo on the what would that be the nape of the neck i think they would call it so 20 bucks as it always is unless you're rocking the 3xl then it's a 24 so i did want to mention that there's also the one other thing on the bethesda store that caught my eye is there is a eso black sacrament limited edition ledger only a hundred made full leather vinyl hardcover with lock hand craved mold of gold accents 120 pages of textured parchment paper, the Dark Brotherhood's black hand printed on the first page, realistic in-game fiction details, and it's essentially just a uh, a book, but it is a very good-looking book. It is a very expensive book at $300, so... Uh, really cool looking though and if you know what centimeters are it's 26 by 21 by 4 so uh, very cool looking Uh, not uh, I I wish it was $300 cool looking but for this for this fella it is not maybe someone like Juan that's got thousands of hours in the ESO would uh beg otherwise so again that's all i wanted to say for now big thanks to victor as you you're gonna hear huge thanks to zach i know you're busy between the new baby and you're always at work or you're always working so to get you to break away and give us 20 minutes to talk about zelda and the switch is awesome and greatly appreciated and we'd love to have you back on anytime. So thank you, Victor. Thank you, Zach. And uh, back to the other side of this hard edit. All right. So that was uh, a little bit of feedback from Zach and also some of my thoughts on it. Excellent. Good to hear. I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing more about the game. So uh, yes. as it goes on, I, I like I said earlier, I, I'm not a big, uh, I'm not huge on it, but uh, hey, you know, uh, it might be uh, it might be good for me to to you know collect the the latest game console. <laughs> so, uh, who knows? It's you know? I'm very intrigued. Yeah, but I'm very yeah. much on the fence because I look at it and I say, "All right, I play Zelda, and then Mario Kart maybe, and then Mario, and then what else?" Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm afraid <sighs> of. Yeah, if I had kids around, like I, you know, then mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely, some of those games would be awesome for for them. So. Uh, uh, um, I, I think if there was more third-party stuff, as they're saying, mm-hmm. like if we start getting some other, like like an Assassin's Creed type game or something on there, yep, you know, then maybe because then all of a sudden now instead of my Vita when I'm in the hospital, I can play an actual full, yeah full game yep. like that. That right there is what's. <laughs> What's yeah, I was listening to somebody uh, say something about it. It's, it's about two and a half to three hours of battery life. Um, Which? When it's untethered. So that's not too bad. No. You know? And I watched on uh, Plug and Plays. Uh, Tim did an unboxing of his. 
uh-huh. of his switch. And one thing I didn't I didn't know that I saw when he was doing his unboxing was the back of the dock actually is hinged so you can put your cords and stuff in it. Oh, cool. So, I mean, right there, I'm thinking right away. I'm like, wow, if I'm in the hospital, I can take the dock even mm-hmm. and then just get like a pro controller or something and or the right. little goofy Joy-Con grip. Yeah, the guys at I think it was IGN uh, were were very complimentary about the Pro Controller. Yes. Uh, so uh, so that that's that sounds like a good option too. Well, you know, we'll see we'll see how it all right. goes and and if there's any you know, more follow ups. So and and how Andrew feels about it once he once he gets his, I guess uh, um, he's still planning on getting one, but uh, they're impossible to find now because yep. it's Nintendo, and of course they always under underproduce. Uh. I did find one, or I found two of them on Friday uh-huh. that were an hour plus away from where I was working. Wow. On my way home, though. Uh-huh. So I called on my way home, and they're like, no, we just sold them. And I'm like, yeah, uh-huh. I, have, I figured. Yeah, that's too bad. But even still, I was I was on the fence. You kind of get caught up in the new new console hype. Yeah, totally. Yeah, but yeah. it's like ah, I probably don't need to spend that much money. <laughs> yeah, and I haven't owned a Nintendo system since my kids were little. I mean, right. we had an SNES and, right. and stuff, and, and uh, I mean, I'd, I'd had the original one and and, mm-hmm. and so on. And, and um, but uh, um, and then you know my uh, let's see, both Sean and Colin both own owned Wii's, and I think Sean had a Wii U. Uh, but yeah, if they were to drop the Wii U to like a hundred bucks, I'd probably pick one up at least for the basement. And I've said this before. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, again, at that point, why not just get a, a switch with a second dock to keep right. down here? Yeah. So yeah. we'll see. It, it's it's piqued my interest, but not or it's it's on my radar, but not very close to the center. I've got <laughs> you know with Wildlands coming out. And then I'm starting. I'm on the fence about Andromeda since I've never played Mass Effect. You know, yeah, I, that's the one Caitlin is looking forward to the most. She's she's really uh really hyped for that because she's a huge Mass Effect fan. Mm. So played through them multiple times. Actually, I think it'd be fair to say she's a huge Bioware fan. She's uh, played through Dragon Age and Mass Effect multiple times, all of them. So uh, I, um, as much as I'm not a huge proponent of remastered collections mm-hmm. you know it's a new console make new games like horizon yeah. but yeah. i really think they missed an opportunity by not having a mass effect trilogy disc available uh, for next gen a remaster you mean yeah right yeah yeah so that i could go through and play because i've never played any of them i think i can get mass effect one backwards compatible on the xbox at least I thought they were the, all, all backwards compatible. At least now. from the store. Oh, I see. Okay. Which yeah, I I didn't even think about that. I probably could just buy the disc. Yeah. Because I think there is a one and two disc or two and three or something like that. But I have the one two. I have the trilogy box set. Oh, you do. Three sixty. Yeah, I've never played it. I bought it because <laughs> it was like I bought it for like five bucks or something. Oh, like geez. That. And, yeah. Um. So I just have it for the collection. But right. Uh, yeah. I well, and when when Andromeda comes out, if Kate plays it some then uh maybe we should get her on because she's she's she can talk very knowledgeably about both series uh she's played like i said she's played them through multiple times 
um, from multiple angles. So um, I would love to have any of you, any of your kids come on and talk about the games they're playing. And yeah, Sean's shy. He, he's oh. I've tried to get him on several times and he won't come he won't on. Do it. Sean. <laughs> if I can do it, anybody can do it. Yeah, I know what you mean. So uh, I'd love to hear what he's got to say about things. Maybe we can uh, convince him when we do the Horizon spoiler cast, or yeah, the spoiler cast. I guess you would call it. Yeah, but we could because he's. I don't know where he's where he's at with it. I don't think he's quite as far as you are because you know he's got two little ones, so he mm-hmm. gets a chance to play in the late <laughs> evening, and right, and, and that's about it. And, uh, so, uh, but but I know he's past where I am, so because we were just texting about it earlier today. So. <laughs> Nice. Well, I think we're going to wrap up there because this is going to be yep. a long episode. I may actually break. No, nah, I don't want to break this in half. Yeah, it's going to be two hours with Zach's. Uh, yeah. Thing and everything, so. Yeah, so I'll definitely have to. Uh, maybe I'll end up having to break it if it won't fit. Talks you as a file size limit. Oh, uh, yeah. So I may, yeah. I may have to do a part one and part two, so. I may get to break this in the next week's show. I don't know. I'll try to make it all one show for everybody. But if you want to be part of the show, join us on the Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash Skyrim, a Skyrim addict podcast. Join the group, message or talk to us, message out to us, let us know. You can email me at asagametalk at gmail.com, questions, comments, concerns. Be sure to head over to your podcast service of choice. Rate, review, subscribe, share, all that kind of good stuff. And again, if you want to join us on the show or if you want to send in some audio feedback, which is strongly encouraged, asagametalk at gmail.com. We can definitely uh, get you on. At yeah, least get and, you heard. And uh, there's a website too, skyromatic.com, I think it is, right? Yes, sir. Um, uh, where you can go and, and there's links to all the all the different uh, oh, no, asapodcasting.com asapodcasting.com yes. thank you sorry which also uh, has our Amazon link right yep uh, and uh, hopefully I will we will be getting mod talk back up and running uh, soon awesome um, and uh, um, I'll have some content available for that coming up soon so that'll be uh, so mod talk is mostly about uh, Skyrim and uh, some about Fallout, but also uh, other games that are moddable. So, we'll, uh, excellent. That'll be that'll be coming on soon. Very so. good show. Yes, we need to, you need to get that back out. So, all right. Well, Victor, as always, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for your insights. Always a pleasure. I can't wait to talk more to you about Horizon as we get farther into it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Until next time, keep gaming. Keep gaming, folks. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to this episode of Game Talk. Be sure to check us out on the web, asapodcasting.com. There you can get links to all of our other shows, as well as use our Amazon banner. Click on the banner, go to Amazon, buy whatever you want. It doesn't cost you a thing. There's a link to the love pack our way for sending traffic to Amazon. We'll also be donating anything above a set amount to the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation, a charity that is very near and dear to the hearts of those of us here at ASA Podcast. 
again. Thank you for listening to Game Talk. Go to ASAPodcasting.com. Check out our other shows. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.